Welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Fangirl. Joining me today is Chris. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Kenny. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. Uh, I hear you have a confession for me. I do, and I'm really embarrassed about it because I am obsessed with Tim Curry, and I've never seen Legend. Uh, I, I don't need, That's like his pinnacle role, or at least for me, that's one of his most pinnacle roles is Legend. And, you know, he's unrecognizable, but you know it's him. Oh, yeah, that voice. Yeah, it's just incredible. All right, for the listeners out there who don't know what Legend is, uh, you should be ashamed because if you're listening to this podcast, you should know what Legend is. And you should have seen it, Chris. It's a 1985 American epic dark fantasy adventure film. It's directed by Ridley Scott and stars Tom Cruise. Mia Sarah and Tim Curry. The film revolves around Jack, a pure being who must stop the Lord of Darkness who plots to cover the world with eternal night. It is often described as a very dark fairy tale. So that is it. And now I have to know, why have you not seen it? It's been out since 85. You're a huge fantasy fan. You love Tim Curry. I mean, it's downright embarrassing, right? (laughs) All of my boxes. Epic fantasy. Oh yeah. my gosh. Tim Curry. Tim Curry is probably one of the most influential people on my career. Mm-hmm. And for all the wrong reasons, like Muppet Movie <laughs> and Cluer when I went, I'm going to be an actor. Oh, those, I'm all for that. That sounds amazing. Those those I would agree. Movies. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. do it. And I'm, I'm so about him. I follow his voiceover career like crazy. And so the fact that I haven't seen this is just bananas to me. And anytime I bring it up to somebody too, they have your reaction. Oh my yeah. gosh, I can't believe you haven't seen this. Why not? Why haven't you? Yeah. But then they never sit down to watch it with me. Mm. So it's just this moment of, oh, I can't believe you didn't see it. We're not going to watch it right now, though. <laughs> Which is so frustrating. So I'm so excited about this opportunity to watch it. Basically. I think it's great. Yeah, that's so cool. I love, again, and you're not the only person who said that you're, um, I'm motivating you to finally watch something that you've been wanting to watch, but you just really don't make time for it or it just slips your mind or, you know, it's not in the forefront of your mind. So you don't really think about it. Exactly. I should be waking up doing like, yeah. I need to watch yeah. Legend today as I'm making my coffee, but. Yeah. <laughs> hasn't cropped up. Yes, you new. should. <laughs> well, I am so excited for this because this is one of my all time favorite fantasy yes. films and I'm a huge fantasy fan. And. Because it's such a it's a real fantasy. It's not like it's not high fantasy. It's more darker. It's it's just it's like the truer f- fairy tales. You know, like the original fairy tales where people die and oh yeah, that kind of are... Grimm's vibe. Yes, what? yes, yeah. So I don't want to. I'm I'm hoping I don't want to you know elevate it up so high that when you watch it you're like yeah it was okay. I will let you know there are several versions. I'm not sure how you're watching it. I don't even know if it's streaming, but hopefully you can get a copy of it. There are two versions. There's a European version and a director's cut, and then there's a, a U.S. version. Okay. Everyone um, has told me I have to watch the director's cut. Is that the way to go? Yes. Okay. That is the way to go. Yes. Because, I mean, Tangerine Dream music is amazing in the U.S. version. It's really cool. But J- uh, Jerry Goldsmith does the original and the director's cut, and it's it's phenomenal. So, and the cut's different too. You know, there's okay. slightly different. So, definitely do the director's cut if you can. Eighty five too. So this is Tom Cruise in his in his infancy, right? This is his pre teeth. <gasps> it's a pre teeth when he's got the middle tooth. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm even more hyped. <laughs> yeah, it's pre teeth. This is like one of his first roles he did was Legend. Oh my gosh! Because yeah, so. I never think of Tom Cruise with fantasy. No, ever. 
because this is all he did. And then all of a sudden he blew up into Top Gun and yeah, changed his whole career guy. Path. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, oh, I'm, I am really, truly looking forward to your reaction to this. So I'm going to send you off so you can go watch it. And then when you come back, we'll uh, let the listeners know what you thought. Was it worth the wait? Did it live up to expectations? Did Tim Curry just blow your mind as darkness? Because he is incredible. So yeah, let's go and go watch it. And then when you come back, we will chat about it. Awesome. Sounds good. It is enough that we are alone together. Just the two of us. Some uh, simple conversation. I have nothing to talk about. You've stolen my dreams away. All things change, lady. The dreams of youth are the regrets of maturity. Dreams are my speciality. Through dreams, I influence mankind. My dream is of eternity with you. I offer you this rose, princess. My heart, my soul, my love. Love? All right, Chris, you're back. You just watched it. What did you think? Okay. I hated it and I loved it because I watched two versions. <laughs> I really wanted to do my homework for you, Kenny. I know. I really appreciate that. I saw your uh, your Facebook post. And I was like, oh, man, she's actually going through with it. She's going to watch both versions of it. Yeah. Well, and, and friend of the show, Meg McKeon yes. coming in the clutch mailed me the DVD Oh, because yay. I didn't have it streaming. And so yeah. I watched both versions. And okay. man, what a masterclass in the importance of an edit. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to is just those different choices make it a completely different viewing experience. Yeah. Now, can I guess which one you liked and which one you didn't like? Oh, for sure. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering, because I've seen, I've seen, obviously I saw the original, original mm-hmm. cut. That's the one I fell in love with. I went to the movies, saw it enjoyed it and then i realized there was this other version with a totally different soundtrack i mean completely different feel yeah but i have them both blended in my head together that i don't really remember that so i mean i always watch the director's cut that's the one that's my Uh go-to but i love the tangerine dream the band i love their version in the original version i like that music too so it's, it's a toss-up. I'm, I'm going to say you like the director's cut better because obviously it's the director and he knew what he was doing and he cut it. 100%. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Yeah. And I went into the other one too, you know, the, the theatrical version. And I What never, did you watch first? I watched Sorry theatrical first. Okay, and good. I, that's, that's how you should have done it. Yeah. Yes. And I saw it. Yep. I went, well, that was a movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I certainly don't want to yuck anyone's yum. If that is your version, I love that for you because you yeah. still have all the great elements. You have that incredible makeup design. It's this fantastical world. Mm. Tim Curry is untouchable. You know, uh, he's so my favorite. When I think of Tim Curry, I mean, I think of Clue because I loved him in Clue. But dar- darkness is definitely one of those. And he's so unrecognizable, but you know it's him. It's that voice. Oh my god! So his acting, his his eyes he's just so amazing yeah well and those those brilliant little choices you know when he's having that freak out and he has the line of sit and then does the 
or stand, whatever you prefer. <laughs> you're like, oh my gosh, darkness. Stop yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> it's very telling. But the theatrical version, though, it kind of feels like watching somebody do a film thesis, mm. like a fantasy Mad Lib, because mm. we're ticking okay. off certain things, but it's just so jumbled in parts that sometimes the dialogue doesn't make sense. You don't really understand people's motivations entirely. Mm-hmm. And then when you go to the director's cut, you see this lovely, just further fleshed out version. It's also so interesting to me that the director's cut truly isn't that long. You know, we live in no. the world now where we're sitting through movies for two and a half plus hours. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So asking me to watch something that's under a two hour watch time, that's not a big deal for me. <laughs> but I knew I had to watch it because when I looked up, I love trivia. So I had to look at the movie trivia. Uh-huh. And I know Tom Cruise just despised the theatrical version. And it's not every yeah. day I get to agree with Tom Cruise. So <laughs> he set me on my path. My path. Thanks, Tom. Nice, nice. That's good. So I'm I'm glad I'm glad you enjoyed a version of it. Yes. Because I know you're a big fantasy fan and a sci-fi fan. And so I was hoping I was really it's always hard, you know, and I want these people I, I want you guys to tell me the truth mm-hmm. if you loved it or not. You know, there have been a few times where from someone and it's a movie that's close to my heart because I just adored it. So when someone doesn't like it, you're like, okay. I mean I understand, you know, it's not for everybody. Yeah. It's it's a slower story. There's not lots of action scenes. It's not, you know, this was made in the eighties. You know, it's it's definitely very fanciful and very flowing, especially the director's cut. And it's just beautifully shot. Even though I, I, if I'd been in that world, I would have like asthma from all the stuff floating in the air. Oh, my gosh. So that much drove me cr- <laughs> yeah. so much glitter. There's so everywhere. Much glitter everywhere and bubbles. Yeah. It's just, oh, my goodness. I love that yeah. it was just everything they threw at them. And, and I loved <laughs> that the glitter was never consistent. It looked like they took a glue gun to Mia Sarah's face a couple times. Uh, yeah. It was just fantastic. Yeah. And the director's cut, too, I just have to mention real quick, I love that that there was, we understood more about this whole issue with the unicorns because we didn't have that opening mm-hmm. scroll. We actually learned about things. I like showing, not telling. And yes. it didn't, while we have Lily kind of be a brat, you know, in both mm-hmm. versions, yes. we really see that it does come from this place of entitlement and being a princess and Obviously, she doesn't think she does anything wrong, but then we see that build of how she wants to right the wrong. Just yes. all those things, that, that pacing worked so well for me. Yeah. No, I, I honestly, I, as we we're talking about it, I, I'm thinking I'm remembering the director's cut more because that's what I'm remembering. That's what I what think a, is so what interesting. Love. Everyone yeah. who I've talked to about this kind of talks to me about the director's cut without realizing yeah. it. Yeah. The whole the whole fight with Meg. Yeah. Right? Everyone kind of talks about, oh, yeah, and it's this great moment where Jack is this imperfect hero, and it's so great to see him struggle and then triumph yeah. ultimately. And that's the director's cut. And the theatrical, he, you know, takes Meg out. Yeah. it. We move on. Oh, my gosh. I, you're right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, everyone. I really everyone do need to do what you did. I need to watch the theatrical and then watch the director's, like, right after. Yeah. To kind of get, because I watched them so far apart from each other that. You know, it's like watching Lord of the Rings theatrical and extended edition. I blend them or any anything like that. I blend together everything. Oh, of course. So it's like, which what was that? Was that in the theatrical? I don't think it was in the theatrical. You know, but I wound up loving. I always love the extended. I'm with you. Give me more. If it, it's conducive to the story and it makes sense, please 
give me, I'll take a four hour movie if I have to. 100%. You know? As long as we're you furthering know? the story, growing those characters, all of that, I'll sit yeah. down for all of it if it's informing yeah. everything and making that world more immersive and enriching my experience. Yeah. Take that yeah. fist any old day. Yeah. Yeah. This movie to me was like a quintessential fantasy film. Absolutely. You know, I mean, I love Willow. It's my probably my, one of my top, probably my top favorite fantasy. But it had elements of fantasy, you know, had the fairies and the brownies and things like that. But this to me just felt it was in a fantastical world. Maybe it was all the pollen in the air and, and the way it was shot and the sunlight and, you know. I mean, it's a visual feast. It's just a it's, gorgeous it's, yeah. film. And the aesthetics of this, I 100% think, hold up. That's not something I think is tinged by your nostalgia in any way. Yeah. As a first-time viewer, it was, wow, this is beautiful. Even the theatrical. Yeah. I just thought everything was so gorgeous and, and yeah. lush. Yeah. So, I mean, the world itself is just stunning. Yeah. Do you have any favorite scenes? Oh, my goodness. Let's see here. I mean, I love in the director's cut, too, this build-up to seeing darkness. So I feel mm. like that that reveal of him is great. So I love that mm-hmm. dinner scene just because uh, Tim Gur- Curry is a genius. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he really he is acting circles around everybody. Yes. It's, but it's, I, I even have a hard time talking. He's just, it gives me chills talking about him just because he's that, it's such an iconic character. And I'm sad that a lot of people don't know it. Yeah. You know, because a lot of people didn't see this movie because it is a niche movie. It wasn't a popular, wasn't a big hit, you know. So when people do find it, they have the same reaction was he's just incredible in this movie. He's so good you know. in it. And, you know, it's something where the dialogue could be very stilted and feel mm-hmm. uh, feel very kind of shoehorned and cliche and all of this. But because he makes all those wonderful choices, you're, mm-hmm. you're sympathetic for him in moments. You mm-hmm. want him to have a partner, which is yeah. bananas. Because- yeah, you feel so bad for him. He's so lonely and he's so heartbroken and he's just desperate and and you're like okay i mean i get it i get it you know you're identifying with the bad guy but he's so bad as well exactly exactly and and you really (laughs) wrestle with it yourself where yeah i should not feel so sympathetic to this character yeah but yeah but we all can relate to that too this idea of being lonely or isolated especially now i mean watching this during a pandemic good gracious (laughs) has some great points here i don't know And then, you know, you have to get on better help and talk to your therapist about all those mm-hmm. things you're unpacking. Yeah. But that dinner scene I thought was killer. I loved that. The choreography, too, prior to that, where she's doing the whole darkness. Dancing dance. with the dress and then turns yeah. it. She's gorgeous. Oh, my God. As the dark, the dark version of her. That outfit's you know, killer. The hair and the, ah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love it. I love that. Costume. Yeah. Costuming was amazing. I really enjoy that. Oh, my gosh. And then just the... The extended fairy stuff, too. Getting the Gump's Riddle and Mm -hmm. having all of those interactions. Brown Tom is my hero. That was my guy. (laughs) I was just like, hell yeah, Brown Tom. (laughs) His little flask in his hat. Oh, Yep, yep. And I love the ending, too. I like this kind of open-ended, kind of bittersweet in a way. It was, definitely. These kids are probably going to be together. Yep, yep. But I like that. Yeah. It wasn't, he is a, a child of the forest. He's not meant to be, you know, tied down. And, and so she lets him go. I, I just love, she grows as well. I love the fact that she grows. I, Jack pretty much is the same throughout the whole movie, but that's who he is. That's the character who he is. But I just like, I like, I just like it. I don't know. And then also kind of the, 
is, is this all in our head? Is this really real? Does this really happen? You know, because when they're all in like the sunset and they're all standing on the, they're all standing on the ridgeline. Yeah. And she looks up at them and, you know, and they're waving as they're walking away. And it felt very reminiscent of the end of Labyrinth when everyone just ends up mm, in Jennifer's yes. room and it's just, okay, yes. so is this all just her imagination or yes. what's happening? Or did this really happen? Yeah. I imagine this all taking place in Mia Sarah's head, mm. you know, as well. Absolutely. As it being, but it's just, yeah, it's just, I'm glad. I'm very. I'm. I'm so excited that you actually enjoyed it. One hundred percent. Yeah, Kenny. After that theatrical, it was. Oh no, I'm gonna go on there, and I'm gonna just sound all bitter. And <laughs> I, I, I always hate to to not enjoy something that somebody's so excited about. So I'm so glad yeah. there are these two versions of it. And obviously, yeah. everyone has differing taste and everything. But of course, man, oh man, this second one. I'm so happy that I've added this to kind of my Tim Curry Rolodex. Mm, yes. He's been so influential in everything that I've watched, and I just yeah. adore him. Oh my gosh. Also, I realized I have a connection to this movie. Ooh. I'm I'm in a short film with Robert Picardo, who plays Meg. Ooh, isn't that great? I was so surprised because I obviously I didn't know I, I'm a huge Star Trek fan. Yeah. So I love Star Trek Voyager. So after the fact, I found out that Robert Picardo played Meg. And I was like, oh, my God, I know Robert Picardo from Voyager. Oh, yeah. It's so bizarre that, that he played that character. He, um, it's so good, too. And, yeah, what a weird random character for him to play. so bizarre. Yes. And it's just there. It's just for those few minutes. Yep. And that's it. In and out. You know? Because when I saw those yeah. end credits, I just I started yeah. hitting my husband. I was like, what? <laughs> that was him. Did you watch with your husband? I did. I did. I watched the theatrical with him. Okay. And then. So had he seen it before or was this the first time? He had seen it years and years ago. Okay. And as we were watching it was, oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. And so, because I think he watched it when he was just a little guy. Yeah. And yeah. he he's one of the people who would do the whole, you've never seen Legend? Oh, it's, it's a great movie. You should watch it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. do you want to watch it? Nah. <laughs> That's usually how everyone's approached yeah. me. Of, I can't believe you haven't watched it. I'm not taking the time to watch it with you right now. <laughs> so thank you for taking the time, Kenny. <laughs> oh, of course. I really appreciate it. I'm, I, like I said, I just, I'm glad you liked it and found a version that you liked. And I, I'm glad that you got the perspective of both versions of it. And, then, and, and being in the entertainment industry, you got what editing and what music can do. To a movie. Oh my gosh, yeah, because you know. the, the Tangerine Dream stuff, like you were saying, is is I lovely. It. It's yeah. really lovely. Yeah. So, I mean, pros and cons to both film, but yeah, at the end of this, it was just, oh, gosh, yeah. studios, please listen to your directors, please listen to your editors, and yep. and let's think about that finished final project. <laughs> yes, I agree. Well, uh, once again, uh, thank you so much. I really appreciate you doing this. Of course. Thank you for having me. If you have any more confessions, because I'm sure there's some movies out there that you feel like everyone has seen and you haven't, I'd love to have you back as a returning guest. So love that. I'm so excited to embarrass myself with more. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Why not? All right. Well, thank you once again. I want to thank my listeners for tuning in and we will talk to you again soon. Check out the latest podcast to hit this quadrant, The Geek Roundtable. Join hosts as they sit down with fellow geeks to talk, well, geek. Star Wars, Star Trek, cosplay, fantasy, anime, Firefly, even My Little Pony. If it's geeky, we'll discuss it. King Arthur had his roundtable for his nights. And now it's time for us geeks to have ours. Come join in the fun and geek out with The Geek Roundtable. 
Find us on iTunes by searching The Geek Roundtable or visit our website, thegeekroundtable.com. That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the newcomers podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the newcomer's podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. Attention, attention. Are you a fan of MASH, one of the most groundbreaking television series in history? Then take a listen to the MASH 4077 podcast, where hosts discuss their thoughts episode by episode. They will also share with you some little-known behind-the-scenes information, trivia, and so much more. So come and find them on iTunes by searching MASH 4077 podcast or online at www.mash4077podcast.com. Confessions of a Fanboy is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivative Work 3.0 United States License All Rights Reserved.